0: What did I just say? 21 gigawatts. What the hell is a gigawatt? It doesn't sound like the usual mindless boring getting to know you chit chat. Hi everybody. Welcome to the Green Insider Podcast powered by E-Renewable. We have a very special episode today because our guest today is the CEO, Jeff. Show Korean with the 791 Purchasing Cooperative. And the reason that's such an important guest for us to have is we have been fortunate enough at eRenewable to win an RFP regarding energy efficiency, products, and services put out by the 791 Purchasing
1: Cooperative.
0: Jeff, welcome to the show.
1: Good morning, Mike. Thanks so much for having us. It's
0: been our pleasure uh, having you on and working with you over the last several months, uh, develop, uh, winning this RFP, learning more about the RFP, and we're looking forward to January, where we really can roll it out and go public with it. But this is our first announcement. We're excited to have you on. When you and Ann started talking and you said, hey, I've got something for you, uh, I just put out an RFP regarding energy efficiency. We were so pleased that you invited us to participate and even more pleased that we actually won. So we are happy for that. Ladies and gentlemen, this covers everything in this world of energy efficiency, from automation to HVAC, to electrical, from LED lighting to demand response, solar products such as solar panels all the way to solar light poles. We can help with energy master plans, energy efficiency, uh, advisory services. We are so excited to be working with 791. And the reason for that excitement is if you're not familiar with what an interlocal agreement is, I'm going to have Jeff explain it to you, but it's going to allow Renewable to help K through 12s, universities, municipalities, and counties, states, and public hospitals in all 50 states because of that interlocal agreement. And Jeff, I know interlocal agreement is not a common word that everybody knows. Why don't you tell the public not only about 791 and what you stand for and what you do, but what an interlocal agreement is and how it actually works across all 50 states.
1: Yeah, so uh, let me just ahead and start with a little bit of the problem that public agencies face. So there are approximately 89,000 public agencies across the United States, non-federal public agencies. So cities, uh, state, counties, higher education institutions, K-12, and other um, folks that spend our tax dollars. And the general rule of thumb is anytime a public agency spends over $50,000 in aggregate per category per year, they're legally required to competitively bid those contracts. So they have to conduct the competitive uh, solicitation process. They have to advertise in the newspaper for two consecutive weeks. They have to write the RFP, develop the scope, put it out for public bid, receive bids, get the uh, evaluation committee together, score those bids, uh, have the public opening for those bids, and then um, award those contracts. That's a very tedious and difficult process for public agencies. And they have to do that for all the dollars they spend. We estimate the sled market to be somewhere between 800 billion to 1.5 billion, depending on which, which, uh, data set you're looking at. Uh, but it's a, it's just a tremendous, uh, tremendous task. So an interlocal agreement is a government to government agreement where one government agency can piggyback up another government agency's contract. So we at 791 Purchasing Cooperative work with our lead public agencies, the Central Texas Council of Governments and Region 15 Education Service Center to conduct the competitive bid process on behalf of those lead government agencies, make recommendation for awards to their uh, executive directors, which their publicly elected boards have delegated their authority to either approve or deny those contract recommendations. And if it's approved, then that that, uh, respondent is awarded a publicly and competitively and compliantly bid contract. And so that's everything from off supplies to air conditioning to energy efficiency products and services in this case uh, and everything across the board. Here in Texas, it is uh, the Interlocal Cooperation Act is Texas Government Code 791. That's where we get our name. Um, And so it allows one government agency uh, such as a school district, to piggyback up another government agency's contract, such as a, a, a council of governments. And they've then satisfied the compliance requirement for the competitive bid. That's what we do. These laws, there are laws in all 50 states that allow for cooperative purchasing. They're a little bit different. They vary state to state. Nevada has the most clear language. It says one public agency, regardless of type, city, school, county, can piggyback off of any other government agency's contract, regardless of type, city, school, county, and regardless of location. So that uh, allows a Nevada agency to piggyback off of Texas agency's contract. And then the other 49 states have a uh, little bit more muddy versions of those. So uh, it's a very common practice these days. It is a huge efficiency in this bureaucratic process. Uh, we always encourage uh, folks to be great stewards of the, of the public tax dollars, of the public funds that, that obligation is always falls on the, the agents utilizing the contract. We are just introducing a tool to help them be better stewards, be better, um, more efficient with their spending of those tax dollars and help them accomplish their goals. Cause that's really what it's about is helping these public agencies serve their constituents serve their communities, serve their school districts, serve their counties, and help them uh, accomplish what they're trying to do as an agency. And so we are creating an efficiency and an inefficiency process.
0: Well, speaking of that inefficient process, have you seen a stat or developed a stat for yourself that shows if an agency uses a cooperative buying agreement as opposed to running their RFP themselves how many hours of time, on average, do they probably save themselves? And of course, time
1: is money, as we all know. Yeah. Well, it's a it's a, it's a very tedious process. So these folks, you know, the RFP process from project development, right? So you have to work work with the um, the end users, the folks that are buying those, you know, and it, and it's everything. So we really look at things in spectrums, right? So you look at a, a kind of mundane commodity, something like toilet paper over to, you know, very complex um, energy services programs that you're really developing a long-term complex solution to save value or or drive value for the agency. Those all have to go through that same process. So I think at the bare minimum, it's, uh, you know, six weeks uh, to very extensively, it could go upwards of, you know, three years if you're really looking at long-term development. So it is a lot of time, a lot of different stakeholders involved. And so um, we help, you know, really, the, we help the agencies create the value that they're looking for and give them a clear path to do business with the uh, private sector businesses that deliver on those uh, products and solutions. Conversely, the vendors that are doing business with the public sector, it's a tremendous efficiency for them uh, because they're able to effectively use a um A cooperative contract is a go-to-market strategy to help them deliver their products and services with a compliant and competitive offering, right? So uh, it really is uh, a a tremendous efficiency on both sides of the coin and savings for the public agency through the process and with uh, purchasing power. And then on the vendor side, it's a tremendous savings and efficiency of legal resources, of of time, of project development, uh, and really creates a much more efficient process so they can then pass that savings and competitiveness to the public agency that they're doing business with.
0: Well, I know we're excited to get busy working on this contract with you. Uh, we're so uh, proud to have won it. We want to thank you for all your cooperation through this entire process to win this RFP. Uh, You've been so kind to take every phone call and answer all of our questions to to get us to where we needed to be so we understand how to truly efficiently use this compliant contract we've won. We're looking forward to going out to the public and helping people with all their energy efficiency needs, delivering that compliant contract from 791 and helping them complete the tasks they're trying to do. So, Jeff, thank you so much for your time today. We're looking forward to getting started on this contract. And I can only say thank you one more time because we're happy to be working with you.
1: No, we we appreciate you guys. Uh, You know, based on your RFP response, we know you have a tremendous amount of value. These agencies have a lot to accomplish. And and that's the whole idea here is to deliver value uh, to the agencies in a compliant, competitive way. And that's all based on the process that we have to follow, right? So we are... You know, we follow the RFP process, um, uh, you know, to the T, uh, you know, we cross all the T's and dot all the I's. And that's why these public agencies can use these contracts. That's why your uh, response uh, is valuable. And so, um, you know, we appreciate you guys. And uh, uh, most importantly, we hope we can deliver value to our members and participants across the country. So thank you guys for the opportunity to work together. Well, it's our pleasure. Ladies and gentlemen, Jeff. Chokrian, the ceo of
0: 791 purchasing cooperative this you've been listening to the green insider powered by renewable episode 158 greg frank jumping in just to wrap things up again as mike said that was episode 158 of the green insider powered by e-renewable make sure to subscribe and leave us a five-star rating wherever you get your podcast from because as the saying goes you learn something new every day and we were responsible for today's lesson For Mike Niemer, I'm Greg Frank, just getting out of Dodge for episode 158. We're back next week with episode 159. Everyone enjoy the rest of your week.